Gandhi after I would like to begin my talk. Huh? So turn to the page uh, 31. Huh? So you know what is Mr. Sutra. Mr. Sutra is all about uh, practicing uh, love and compassion towards all beings. Uh, you know this word meta is a word very difficult to uh, translate into English, although we use the word loving kindness, sometimes we use the word love as clear meaning. Um, so meta means uh, uh, love and this doesn't work. I can talk loudly, but I thought you can hear. Can you hear now? Ah, okay. So we are going to chant Metta Sutra. Um, so Metta is a Pali term, extremely difficult to translate into English. Huh? Most probably Chinese may have a better word translate. In English they say no. Uh, but uh, some say loving kindness. Both words uh, do not give uh, correct, uh, accurate uh, meaning. Um, metta, although we use the word love for translation, is very different. We have English word love. But uh, generally, when we use it, that means love with attachment, actually. Huh? Attachment got nothing to do with metta. That's the problem. Huh? Uh, metta is greater love, very much greater than love with attachment. When you love with attachment, do you know what is going to happen to you? You will end up either getting angry or crying. Huh? When you cry also, it's a sign of anger also. Huh? Some people think, oh, angry means I feel sad, so I don't, uh, I have no anger. No. Uh, you cannot cry if you are not angry. Huh? No. So, either you get angry huh? or cry when you love it. But Buddha loved the whole world, so much, huh? no limit, unlimited love. But the Buddha never cried huh? because of love. Huh? He had seen very tragic situations. He had attended to people who were really suffering uh, and uh, going through uh, very difficult situations and help. But no his face or actions uh, did not show any sign of sadness, sadly. 
but we really love to be so meta is that huh? that's why we go to uh, translate it. Uh, no expectations uh, and no attachment but we love others all in the same way that is called metta. So this metta sutra teaches us uh, the way to practice a great love uh, just like the Buddha practice. Huh? So while we are chanting, we radiate uh, our thoughts of love towards all living beings, including ourselves. Huh? Page thirty-one. Inchi <laughs> Tasava Tavarava Anavasesa Digava Yamandava Manjimara Sahanvatula Dittava Yamandita Yechadure Vasanti Abidure Uttava Samavisiva Sambe Sattva Bhavantu Sukhidatta Naparo Parangi Kupeta Nadi Manneta Katta Shinam Kanchi Yarosana Patiga Sanya Nadya Manya Salukta Vichaya Matayatariyambuddha Ayusaika Uttamanurakke Evantisabha Bhutesu Manasambhavaye Aparimanam Metanjasabha Lokasim Manasambhavaye Aparimanam Uddham Adosha Tiriyancha Asambhadam Ameram Asapat Tittam charam nisinnova sayanova javatassarigatamindo Tittam satim adhidneya brahmamitam viharam idamahu Tittin cha anupalam asilava dasadina sampanno kare surideyagena Naijatu Kalpaseyam Unareti So, 
Translate the word directly. That means the word kilesa. Kilesa means stay. Huh? Uh, if we if we see something big patch huh, on a, uh, on a cloth, clean cloth, we say the cloth stay huh? dirty, not clean. Huh? Um, so, kilesa means stay. Our mind, like, yeah, mind, kilesa means certain, uh, certain uh, disturbances, uh, certain thoughts, in other words, certain negative emotions, negative thoughts which can um, create uh, uncleanness of our mind. If not, which can make our mind unclean. If anything can uh, make our mind unclean, they are called uh, killings. Huh? Uh, so, English term, we can use uh, definements, uh, definements. So, that's how we understand the meaning of the word uh, by translating to English definements. Uh, as long as the Buddhists have understand, as long as we are totally free from defilements, uh, we are uh, not uh, attending uh, or we can't attain 
the goal, ultimate goal taught by the Buddha, freedom from suffering. As long as we have defilements, we have to uh, uh, go through difficulties, we have to go through suffering, uh, we have to experience discomfort. Although now I use the word uh, suffering, is a word uh, I don't like to use. Huh? Not that I don't like to suffer, huh? <laughs> whether I like or not, I have to face suffering. Huh? Everybody has to face suffering. But I don't like that word. Also, the reason is it doesn't give the proper meaning of the word used by the Buddha as Dukkha. Dukkha we translate as suffering, especially Westerners translated as suffering and you also follow. Uh, when we say suffering, the, use the word suffering, the biggest disadvantage for wisdom is people think of wisdom is nothing but suffering. Huh? Uh, even uh, once uh, one of the former popes huh, uh, talking about wisdom and said, Buddhism is a very good religion, ask people to do good, guide people to do good, good things. But uh, they are talking a lot about suffering. Uh, and uh, they think they are always, they always have suffered. I feel sorry for them because uh, they do not believe in God. Uh, so they do not have a savior. Therefore, I do not know how are they going to keep me from suffering. Huh? So that Pope uh, quite some time ago mentioned like that. They say Buddhism is good, uh, talk about very good things, love and compassion only, but without uh, uh, Almighty God or Creator, they have no way of getting rid of suffering. Huh? So he also used the word in that way. Uh, actually, the best way to translate the word suffering is uh, this my way. Huh? Uh, discomfort. Discomfort, in other words, and the absence of happiness. Absence of happiness or discomfort is better word to translate when we translate the Pali uh, term uh, into English. Uh, another way also can do it, that is also better uh, than using the word uh, using the word suffering. Uh, Changes impermanent. Uh, when things are impermanent, that brings uh, unpleasant thoughts to us, negative thoughts to us. But we have to understand it in this way. Uh, changes have two aspects. Certain changes can bring us happiness. Hmm? 
When a young boy sees adult is doing certain things he can't do, even you cannot imagine, uh, he is not happy. So he is hoping to change faster and faster to be an adult to do what adults are doing. So in that case, uh, for a child, the changes, some changes can bring happiness. Um, and uh, sometimes when we expect something and we can't get, we experience dukkha, unhappiness. Um, I don't like to use the word as I said earlier, suffering, but we experience that uh, unhappiness. We want something very badly, we can't get. But uh, we want something badly and we get it, we are happy. So it is a change. Changes can bring happiness based on our expectation. We don't want something and if we get it, we are unhappy. We want something we can't get, then uh, also unhappy. But we want something and we get it, we are happy. And we want to get rid of something, we can get rid of that, also we are happy. So happiness has uh, happiness and uh, unhappiness. This too has uh, contact with what we gain and what we don't gain, and what we want to gain and what we don't want to gain. Uh, so the defilements uh, is the main cause of our unhappiness. Uh, our uh, experiencing unhappiness, uh, in another words, absence of our happiness, uh, absence of our happiness is mainly due to um, not getting what we want and uh, getting what we do not want. Huh? Um, so, uh, the defilements are the main cause of this unhappiness, what we experience. Uh, if we want to go to our usual work, we can say our suffering. Uh, so our suffering is mainly into defilements. Uh, so there are many ways to look at defilements. Uh, I think you all are familiar with five hindrances. Uh, whether in English or whether in Chinese, you, I'm quite sure you have learned five hindrances. Five hindrances are five types of defilements, five types of evasion. They are called hindrances because uh, hindrances uh, in the hindrances disturb hindrances stop us reaching 
greatest happiness which we are expecting to have, expecting to uh, experience. Uh, as Buddhists, what we expect is uh, freedom from all the Kiresa uh, or divine ones. So, uh, but there are very strong defilements, we call five hindrances. They are stopping us reaching uh, greater happiness. So they are called hindrances. So I would like to talk to you a bit about five hindrances and uh, few other things related to them. Huh? Uh, So, if you are keen for meditation and if you already practice meditation, I am sure as students of Penwell, you practice meditation. Huh? Uh, so, for your meditation also, hindrances are the disturbances. Huh? Uh, that's why almost all meditation teachers like to talk and think about hindrances. When we meditate, there are certain defilements, these five hindrances actually are five defilements. They are hindering, they are uh, blocking our effort to uh, achieve success of our meditation and achieve, uh, achieving happiness through meditation. Um, so they are very strong defilement. Five strong defilements are all five hindrances. So the first one, uh, if, are, if I use the English word sensual desire, sensual desire, if I use a Pali term, karma chanda, karma chanda. can show the uh, word but you can ask from him huh? <laughs> but if you have difficulties to write down the word you write the English word later you can get the word huh? sensual desire you all know we have five senses huh? uh, our body, uh, uh, then we have uh, our two eyes, we have our nose, we have our ears, and uh, these are the senses. Huh? Then we have mind, mind sense. Uh, we call eyes, that's in Pali Chakku, don't worry about Pali terms, huh? Chakku, eyes. In Sota is uh, ears. Uh, Ghana is smell, we experience smell with the help of our nose. Uh, then we have Jiuha, our tongue. Uh, 
taste we get in the help of our tongue. So, this body, we get touches, experience of touch. Different touch, so and different touch is there for our body. Uh, then, mana is mind. So, these, uh, these are the uh, senses. Uh, these senses help us to experience different things. Uh, so, sensual pleasure means uh, attachment to have pleasure. Uh, in another words, greed to have pleasure with the help of our five senses. Uh, then there is a problem when I explain this. Then people may think, huh? you may think, if we cannot enjoy with the help of our five senses, that's terrible. Huh? Uh, how can we ignore that? Don't worry, thinking in that way. Huh? We can be happy, we can enjoy with the help of our five senses. But uh, being happy by experiencing things with the help of five senses is one thing. Being greedy attached to those expenses, those experiences is another thing. Huh? It is something like uh, beggar eating and a man who is quite well to do is eating his food. Uh, when a beggar uh, could not get food for few meals and suddenly get a good meal, uh, he is so fast and uh, eat very greedy. Uh, but a man who has no problem with having food, used to have good food, when he get a meal, very quietly, he can eat. Uh, he won't get very excited about that. Huh? Um, so there is a difference. Then the, sometimes we distribute food to hungry dogs huh? to put food somewhere here, somewhere another place like that. You bring few hungry dogs, they don't eat. Huh? They will fight. If one dog eat here, the other dog supposed to eat the other place, but that dog rushed to that place and fight with that. Oh, the sun rushed to this place. Huh? The greed, eat with greed is like that. Huh? So, using five senses and be happy with the help of five senses, also quite similar to them. If we, uh, we are having five senses, we must use them in the right way. But uh, if we are very greedy, uh, in a very greedy way, if we are using our five senses, then we are producing pleasure or defilements. That's, that is the thing we don't agree. That is the thing the Buddha said. Uh, we become uh, victims of pleasure or defilements. Then we create defilement. Then we 
uh, produce uh, defilements. So, sensuous pleasure or uh, Kama Chanda is one of the strongest defilements. Uh, if we have no control, if you have, if we, if we do not know the limit, we go all out to please our five senses. But that is also something not possible. We cannot enjoy all the time with the help of our five senses. Uh, when we go, especially go over the limit, uh, there will be many occasions, many uh, in many times we won't be able to please them. So we become addicted to that pleasure and that addiction forces us to have more and more, but we cannot make our five senses satisfied. Uh, so we produce a very strong attachment uh, towards happiness through sensual pleasure. When they are unable to get, we create the other way, unhappiness. So, sensual pleasure is a defilement which hinders mental uh, calmness uh, and peace of mind. So, it, it is called a very strong eraser or defilement. Uh, so then, the second one, second defilement is uh, aversion, aversion or anger. Uh, in Pali, we call it Vyapada, aversion or anger. Uh, anger is also one of the strongest defilements. And uh, it is very obviously can see within us. Huh? Mm, sometimes I can say it is hard to find hard to find a day where we do not get angry. Huh? We almost get angry almost every day. Huh? Almost every day, at least for some small reasons. We may get angry. Uh, we go into argument with people. Uh, we pass very sarcastic words to people with anger. Uh, so, anger is something very obvious within people. Uh, always give some reasons, anger arises. Uh, and uh, we all know it's harmful because when we have defilements and we act with defilements, that means actually when we have a defilement and we react with a defilement, action will be harmful, especially anger. When we have anger and uh, react with anger, it won't be good for us. It won't be good for others also, it's quite harmful. Uh, but knowing it, we know it, but, uh, but we used to get angry very often, almost 
daily. Huh? Uh, so it is a hindrance which uh, create uh, impurity to our mind. Our mind become impure because of uh, anger. So if we uh, want to achieve purity of mind or development of our mind, we must know how to deal with anger, how to overcome anger. So I am not an expert uh, to give advice for this matter. Huh? Because I also get angry sometimes. Huh? <laughs> when we deal with people, work with people, sometimes we have But uh, what I can tell people is, if it is not agreeable with you, don't, don't accept. Huh? Generally, I say, getting angry is not very wrong. Huh? It doesn't mean I'm giving you a permit to get angry. Huh? Getting angry is not so bad. Uh, not really very wrong. What is so bad, what is uh, very, uh, very evil is reacting with anger. If you, if you still, you, uh, when you get angry, if you can uh, know it as early as possible, but it should be very fast. If you, if you get angry, you have to be very fast to know you are angry. Huh? Then your anger won't be harmful. Huh? Uh, you know you are angry, immediately after, you have angry thoughts, anger arises. Then you know it. That is very helpful for you not to react. You won't react. Harmfulness comes with reaction. Huh? So uh, that's why meditation is very important. Huh? Uh, if we develop our awareness, attention, with the help of uh, mindfulness development, mindfulness meditation. When we, due to some reason, if we get angry, immediately after that, we can know it. We can be mindful about that. Then we won't react harmful way. We can bring down our anger. But uh, I don't tell you even for that, that way also, getting angry is not so good. It is a damage for the purity of our mind. It is a hindrance for the development of our mind. But instead of trying to stop anger by force, go to the first step. Try to be aware of anger as early as possible. That's why when people approach me and tell, Bhante, I used to get angry very often. Can you help me to change? Uh, stop it. I say, no, I won't do it. I, I cannot do it. So I tell them, try to know about the anger before react. And then you won't react. That's the first state. But we have to go further uh, to weaken that nature. Uh, getting angry is quite a natural thing. But 
we have changed that nature. Uh, so another important thing for us to understand about anger is uh, anger make us make our minds very restless. So restless of uh, so we should not let uh, anger to have an eat. Huh? Uh, then the other thing is in uh, Buddhist teaching uh, we can learn many things about the anger. Uh, when we find Buddhist way to deal with it. Uh, usually when we get angry there are two popular ways we practice or we do. One is uh, when we are angry, uh, we react very fast. Huh? We react very fast, we do harmful things. Uh, sometimes we use very harmful uh, words, we use very, very uh, cruel words, uh, rude words and bring pain to other people. Pain, very strong pain to other party. Uh, so it, it happened in that way. Huh? When we are angry, many people used to do that, show it, react with it. The other way is we can suppress it. Um, sometimes we suppress our anger, even don't show others. You don't see, but I can be very angry. Huh? Uh, inside, like boiling. <laughs> so, uh, we hide. Especially, if I get angry with my boss, I suppress it. Huh? Because I can't afford to <laughs> show my anger to my boss. But uh, my junior ones, then I can, I can show. Huh? <laughs> uh, so, I suppress anger. By suppressing also, people uh, act when they are angry. Both ways are rejected by the Buddha. Expressing anger, suppressing anger, both were rejected by the Buddha. These are not the Buddhist way. Buddhist way is be mindful. Why be mindful? We can deal with anger. By being mindful, we can reduce the poisonous nature of anger, can bring down gradually, and we can stop reacting with anger. That's the Buddhist way. Mindfulness, using mindfulness. That's why earlier also I said uh, if you want to deal with a defined one like anger, best way is. Being mindful, that that cannot be done uh, instantly or immediately. You can do only gradual practice of mindfulness. Huh? So that is about anger, one of the strongest defilements, aversion, or anger. Then. Uh, third defilement I want to discuss it is 
Sloth and Poker. Sloth and Poker. Uh, it is actually laziness in the simplest way I can say. Uh, laziness of our mind and body. Laziness of our mind and body. Especially this defilement is very obvious, very clear among meditators. So I can say in this way, when we meditate, this defilement, throat and problem, laziness of our mind and body is quite clear. Uh, it works in many ways. It becomes an interest to our practice in many ways. Uh, while we are meditating, sometimes sleepiness comes to us. Why? We get bored. Actually, meditation is boring. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I worry. Uh, if you go and play soccer, very exciting, very, huh? uh, very interesting. But you sit, especially like this afternoon, huh? weather is quite warm also. Tired, uneasy, uh, lazy, then uh, you feel sleepy. Uh, so uh, th that is due to this uh, defilement, sloth and proper. And when you have such thoughts, then again you may have a bit of pain here and there, and all these things happening. Start to think what I am doing here. And go out and eat yoga and go to the nearby market shop and eat something. Very tasty, very nice. If not go and watch something, not take the take the handphone and all these things are more interesting than sitting and uh, uh, making an effort to practice meditation. So, this is, this looks a bit simple compared to anger and greed, but it's not simple because it takes so much energy away from us. It, uh, it becomes a strong disturbance for our uh, development. Uh, spiritual development. Uh, we cannot go further with our practice if we have this hindrance. So when we have that, most important thing is we have to aware of that. If we are not aware of that, we will give way. We have to recognize it as a very strong refinement and as a disturbance for all our spiritual practice. Actually, it is not just a uh, hindrance for spiritual practices. For all other practices which are helpful for our progress, this can be a hindrance. Even for students who is studying, uh, this, is, this is a bad thing. Huh? Uh, then a person who is working hard to achieve some development, progress of the life, 
also this is a problem. So we have to recognize this enemy and try to deal with it. Uh, there are certain ways. One is we have to see with sloth and topper we can go nowhere. Uh, it is something like a force which is pulling us to the back, pulling us to the back. Do not allow to go forward. Huh? So, understanding it, we have to uh, double our effort. We have to um, develop more energy by thinking of our effort to achieve mental development and progress of our life. We have to work harder and harder to get rid of that. Uh, then the fourth uh, defilement, restlessness and worry. Restlessness and worry. Uh, uh, restlessness and worry uh, is uh, it can come due to many reasons. Huh? Uh, if we see restlessness and worry as a hindrance for a meditator, we can see it in this way. Uh, if we are if we are familiar with meaning of some teaching in uh, Metta Sutta, somewhere we can find some. Uh, Thoughts about this. Uh, a meditator, not only Venta Bhavana practitioner, all other meditators also have to have certain qualities. One of the qualities, when you want to practice meditation, uh, you should be a person who have less work. But this one, we have to understand very clearly. Where Singaporeans can have it, this work, huh? they have to work. Huh? So, if, we drop, if they drop, you drop your work one by one, thinking you want to meditate, you will be in trouble. Huh? Uh, it is not that we should work in that way. But, we always advise people, when you want to practice meditation, find the right time. Uh, every day you should practice meditation. There is no uh, doubt about that. But you should not think morning to night and night to morning you are very busy. You must find the time. You must uh, give priority. I don't say first priority, it is first priority better, but you can give a priority. Uh, some priority to this practice and choose a time. At that time, try not to have so many activities, uh, so many uh, commitments in a time uh, for this practice. Uh, uh, then when you locate or choose a time for your 
practice for meditation daily. At that time, you have to be firm. I don't want to do that. I don't want to answer that phone calls. I don't want to entertain anybody. During this time, maybe 15 minutes, maybe half an hour. So that time, you got no work. Less work. That means less work. No commitments. Then you can, you are not restless. But if you have many commitments throughout the day, uh, you practice meditation. Uh, you must choose the time with less work. So, uh, having less work uh, and some uh, relaxed time is helpful for our mental development. But uh, this uh, defined restlessness and worry. Then again, less worries. Uh, less worries due to our life. Uh, Way to be life pattern also can happen. Then some people uh, deal with very, very evil business. Huh? Sometimes we see people, they also come huh? here in this corner. Huh? Some people behave very restless, restless way. A policeman passing, they are very worried. Huh? They become very restless. Uh, selling something which is not legal. Huh? Then when a person sells illegal things, do illegal business, uh, wrong things, whenever they are free, such things come to the mind, they become very restless. So if we lead a life with certain kind of moral uh, practices, uh, discipline life, we don't have work to worry so much. Huh? So worry also make our mind very busy and restless. Uh, so, uh, for the mental development, uh, restlessness and worry is, is a very uh, strong disturbances. Uh, so, they are called defilements. Huh? We can never develop our mind with such uh, disturbances. Then the fifth uh, defilement is uh, doubt. Doubt. Uh, in Pali, we call Vichikita. Uh, when we have doubts, we can do nothing. Huh? If you want to do anything, uh, first thing we have to overcome is doubt. Uh, not only for our spiritual life in our uh, normal, ordinary life also, day-to-day -day life also, we want to do certain things, we have to make decisions about uh, some work. Uh, we can't make decisions when we have doubts whether this is good or bad, whether we do it right way or not. Uh, all kind of thoughts can come to our mind. So, for whatever the reasons or whatever the way, when doubt arises in our mind, that is a disturbance for our progress. We cannot progress at all with doubts. Actually, sometimes in our life, we see people, they have 
so much doubt about uh, their movements, their work. Huh? Always must ask somebody. Huh? <laughs> somebody must give the approval. But what I see is that type of people have difficulties to progress. So we have to get rid of doubts. So if we uh, if we think of ourselves as meditators, meditators must understand this is a big culprit, doubt. Uh, when people come to meditate, they have a lot of doubts. Uh, many people have doubts. They think uh, some people have first doubt about the teacher. Huh? <laughs> Who is this teacher? Whether he's teaching the right thing or not. But one thing, don't uh, don't be a slave to the teacher. Also, don't surrender to a teacher. And also, I would like to tell you, but you need a kind of respect to your teacher. Uh, you should know how to choose the right teacher, and you must develop. Uh, some respect, appreciation, and uh, you must get instruction from the teacher, then you can overcome this uh, problem, this hindrance, uh, which we call doubt. Uh, uh, then don't have doubts about yourself also, whether can I progress with my practice or not. Uh, whether I am doing the right thing or not, uh, whether I am going to fail with my practice or not, all these doubts keep aside. If you carry those doubts in your mind and practice meditation, you won't be able to get any progress, uh, any good results. So, uh, that is also a, a strong development which hinders our progress. So, when we talk about defilements, now I talk only about five. There are many defilements, but these defilements are very obvious and uh, always uh, become a disturbance for the progress of meditators. That's why I brought these things to discuss. And uh, please try to recognize these five culprits, five hindrances. Uh, then uh, practice meditation, you will be able to achieve some progress, spiritual development. Huh? Uh, so that's all I want to say. Uh, if you want to ask some questions or anything,
any questions? Yes. Yes, it is okay. You can, uh, uh, if you are not ready to go for vipassana, you can practice uh, concentration meditation. Uh, and uh, that means you can do mindfulness, uh, sati or mindfulness on breath. Mindfulness on uh, your thoughts, uh, many things you can do. Uh, important thing is you have to uh, improve your mindfulness up to certain levels. Then the very mindfulness also you can uh, divert towards vipassana. But before you vipassana, you sh must have a good mindfulness, then easier for you to do with person. Uh, anyway, it doesn't mean you must do mindfulness meditation and wait for vipassana. Uh, you can do both. Uh, but uh, it is quite good to do mindfulness meditation until you feel very comfortable with that practice and until you feel your mindfulness is strong. The important thing is, how do you know your mindfulness is strong? Huh? You can sit every day, hours and hours, but uh, it doesn't mean your mindfulness is developed. You must have a test. How to do the test? We cannot do a test for you. Huh? Important thing is, um, if your mindfulness develop, uh, you can be aware of, I don't say 100%, but you can be aware of your thoughts, your actions. Uh, you start to um, know when you have certain kind of thoughts. If you have some good thoughts, you are aware of that. If you have some negative thoughts, you can be aware of those thoughts quite easily. Uh, if I say more simple way, let us say, if I am angry and I just react, that means I got no mindfulness at all. But when I am angry, Oh, when I am going to get angry, oh, I am going to get angry. I know it. Then, if I am angry, or do I know I am angry? So, what is the important thing behind that? Then I know I should not act. 
Actually, whether I should act or should not act is not the important thing. I don't act. I, I won't react when I know it. Huh? So you can test your mind in that way. Huh? When you have negative thoughts, you know. When you have positive thoughts, you know. Huh? Immediately after those thoughts, before reaction, you know it. So uh, you should be able to see your progress. After that, you can consider about taking vipassana uh, seriously. Uh, like vipassana practices also you can do at the beginning also. Uh, anyway, you may not get much progress unless your mindfulness is stable. Huh? Um, yeah, uh, thank you for your explanation. Uh, this uh, mindfulness, uh, when you come to a certain stage, uh, uh, come to a uh, like, concentration, will we still uh, mindful of it? But whether our this, uh, number six uh, sense are still, still uh, have a, this, uh, uh, the mindfulness still working? <laughs> oh, because uh, in Mahayana uh, Yogacara, uh, uh, they will say that we have uh, all together, we have a big, uh, big consciousness. Uh -huh. So, number six of uh, consciousness uh, is that uh, when we very, very concentrate uh, into already a concentrate in one point, uh, so it means uh, our, we are a little bit on the environment of life. Like, no more mindfulness on the environment. Can I say that? Uh, sorry, I am unable to answer that question. Huh? You asked from a different teacher. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So basically, uh, it means somebody, uh, so uh, based on your uh, explanation, is that uh, concentration equivalent to mindfulness, right? Uh, mindfulness uh, and concentration, these two go together. When you develop mindfulness, your concentration improved. Mm -hmm. ah, yeah. <laughs> these two inseparable actually. Ah. Yeah. Yes, do you want to answer it? No, huh? No. Let's grab the opportunity. <laughs> but they can they ask about other methods? Other questions? Yes, if you have anything, it's okay. Yeah. In fact, uh, before I uh, come in to attend your this talk, uh, in the morning, I have uh, one question there. Oh. Because uh, we understand that Bante, uh, the whole life are uh, almost in the cultivation time, uh, right? 
So uh, my question is, uh, 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 what was your one day's, uh, I mean, uh, aspiration for your dream? Uh, uh, do you have uh, uh, any aspiration on your next life? Uh, what you want to be in your next life? <laughs> because you have uh, been cultivated uh, so long already. So we are very interested now to, to listen to your experience. <laughs> Good question, but not so easy to answer. <laughs> uh, I don't have very high inspirations, but uh, very simple inspiration. I want to be born as a human being next life also. I don't think of devas and all those uh, special worlds. I want to be born in the human world, not only next life, Again and again, I want to be born in this human world. Uh, go with human beings whenever I can help, I help. And try to uh, improve myself. Uh, I, I don't think of Deva worlds so or become uh, born in that kind of planets. Huh? I think Deva world is very boring now. <laughs> I realized it when I, when I was in that five-star hotel for two weeks. <laughs> so, very good food come. Uh, every day, live in a very comfortable room. Nothing. Huh? So, the Deva world also, I think, Whatever they want comes, they don't have to make an effort. <laughs> so without effort, when you get something, uh, you don't feel very comfortable. <laughs> anyway, it is, don't take this as a job. I, I like to be born in human world. Human world is full of trouble, difficulties, occur, but uh, it's okay. We can face them. Um, that's what I got through my uh, life as a monk to uh, face without any hesitation uh, to uh, human problems. Some, sometimes we may fail, sometimes we may be able to go through it uh, well. Doesn't matter. No? When you stay with Bhante, 
then it's different from the Dharma talk. You see this uh, way of uh, interacting with people, how he manages things. And that's why all, all this time you always hear me say, I, I think I know of a lot of Theravada Bhante, uh, especially Bhante Dharmakana. Uh, I think he's more Mahayana than many of us. <laughs> <laughs> Bhante's Sunday just now, he himself said he said he wants to come back as a human being again and again. He's not afraid of the difficulties. This is exactly what the Mahana teaching tells us to try to be. Bhante is doing it already. <laughs> so Bhante don't need to. <laughs> so you want to find Buddhisattva in front of you. <laughs> Right. So we can end this session. Sambi Pio Ganjantu Sambaro Govilasatu Mahateva Tantarayo Sakedi Bayuko Baba Baba to Sarva Mangalam Rakan to Sarva Devata Sambahudam Bavina Sagasutivarantate Bhavatu Sarva Mangalam Rakkantu Sarva Devata Sambhadarmanu Bhavena Sadasurti Bhavadvate Bhavatu Sarva Mangalam Rakkantu Sarva Devata Sarva Sanghanu Bhavena Sadasurti Bhavadvate Sarva 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 Sarva